times does a kid touch a hot stove? The answer is typically one, but sometimes two, if you're named Becky. I'm Becky Bike Booth with the Bob Bike Group, and this is another creative training tip for you. Neuroscience has become like the best thing that has happened in our teaching and learning um, environment because we're able to actually use fMRI machines to be able to see a living brain and see how we learn and what's happening in the brain instead of just autopsying after someone is dead. And that's not as helpful. So what is it about neuroscience that it's a fundamental that would be helpful for you? Number one, neuroplasticity. It's a really important part. Uh, it produces new neurons, uh, allowing you to change the way that you did something. It's kind of like microevolution, how one generation is taller than the, the next or shorter than the next or so on. It's just slowly changing. The same is true with our neurons. We um, neuron, Neuroplasticity is basically your neurons and plasticity meaning changing and, and able to modify itself using a variety of stimulus that's happening. So we wanna make sure that we give our brains conditions in which change is possible. So what are some of those optimal opportunities for us to give our learners so that our brains can change and create new highways? So we're wanting to create mega highways, not just backstreet roads or dirt roads, uh, we want to change it so that it becomes really ingrained within them, whatever topic you're teaching. So the first one, interestingly enough, uh, stress is highly associated with our performance. So if we have uh, a high amount of stress, we're going to have poor performance. If we have a low amount of stress, we're going to have fair performance. But did you know that if we have a moderate, like just some stress, that's going to be optimal for our brain to be learning. So, uh, you know, a, a certain amount of stress is okay. There's eustress, that positive stress. There's distress, that negative stress. But a certain amount is going to be really helpful, but not so much that it becomes stressful and that anxiety cuts off the opportunity for our brains to learn successfully. I just listened to a podcast on sleep and specifically on sleep for CEOs and people who are, you know, high-stress jobs and things like that. And and adequate sleep, good nutrition, regular exercise, those things are all, I mean, no, it's common sense, right? But it really, really promotes that neuroplasticity. So encouraging your learners to go home, get a great amount of sleep, um, because that's when long-term memories are made. We want to make sure that they're taking what we taught them in their short-term and working memory, and that at night when they're sleeping in that REM sleep, they're, they're able to put it into that long-term memory. Um, making sure that you provide maybe breakfast or lunch during your sessions and exercise. Well, maybe they're not getting it outside of class. Maybe you do a walk and talk where we're actually going to walk along, get a little walk in. Maybe it's only 10 minutes, but it's, it's helping them and the rest of their day is going to be awesome. I love drugs. Now, now mind you, I, I not only would take drugs if I was in a lot of pain or something, but I love the ones that we can really promote without any chemicals. So cortisol, dopamine, all of these are in our brain, serotonin, that we can actually tap into. So serotonin, for example, is when I do a game and there's a prize at the end and everyone's excited. That's triggering natural chemicals in our brain that are helping us to learn. Endorphins are the same way, that getting them up and walking is going to help 
to have those endorphins start, you know, triggering and and that's what we're really looking for here is that regular exercise and good nutrition, um, sleep time, all of that are really tapping into those natural hormones that we want to have out. Now, active learning absolutely does touch into that and is going to touch in and, and allow people to really work on that. So, so consider what you could do with just changing the brain, neuroplasticity, and moderating stress along with the sleep, the nutrition, and the regular exercise. That's just a place to start. I'm also going to put a couple of links down below. If you like reading more on neuroscience and just like the basics of it, just so you can get started, I've put a couple of um, neuroscience journal articles below for you to take a look at and tap into. I'm Becky Pike-Booth with the Bob Pike Group, and we'll see you next week.